Well, good morning. It's Friday, May 20th, 2022. Friday, May 20th, 2022. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, you know, it, I'm going to try and get this done under 40 minutes. I don't know if I can, but I'm going to try. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search, those four words. I truly appreciate you coming every day. Thank you so much. Very nice of you. Uh, if you can, please bring someone uh, along tomorrow uh, uh, or t- or this weekend or today or whenever. Uh, tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, don't forget, today is Friday. So look for that Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Uh, that's when politicians drop news Friday night in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. you got to watch for it. It happens sometimes. And with what's going on in Hungary? Anyway, we'll get to that right now. I think I want to start today with Hungary. I, I, I skipped this story yesterday because it was so long and I had to, I had to get going. I had stuff to do. Uh, but it's still ongoing, so it's fine. <clears throat> Hungary is beginning to be an issue with with NATO. Uh, no one is saying saying it, but, uh, but I mean there are people saying it. That's not true, but I'm definitely going to say it. You don't you're not seeing this in the news media is what I'm saying. Uh, Prime Minister Viktor Orban has evolved his country into a false democracy. <clears throat> Hungary's far right Prime Minister Viktor Orban is viewed as the most pro-Russian leader in the EU and for weeks has used his veto to prevent the bloc from banning imports of Russian oil. Now, it's true. He he, he uh, gets, I think, 90% of his energy from Russia. So, uh, in the meantime, Orban, Orban has used his leverage to pressure the EU to send Hungary a financial compensation package, effectively neutralizing uh, Belgium's landmark decision this year to withhold pandemic recovery funds from Hungary over its democratic backsliding because it's it's no longer no longer a true democracy. Uh, Belgium was right uh, way back in 1989 when the revolution of uh, Hungary. Uh, happened. Orban was pro-democracy. He became a national. He became nationally known after giving an ad, uh, an address at the 1989 reburial of Imre Nagy, Nagy and other martyrs of the 1956 revolution, in which he openly demanded that Soviet troops leave the country. That was in 1989. Things have changed. <coughs> After Hungary's transition to multi-party democracy in 1990, he was elected to the National Assembly. Orban's first term as prime minister from 1998 to 2002 was from 1998 to 2002 uh, as head of uh, a conservative conservative coalition government. Uh, and remember, we've we've discussed we've discussed the problem with multi-party. Uh, governments, as opposed to two-party systems, there's, there's, there. It sounds good at first, but then you realize a minority party can win, and that's the problem. Uh, as the head of the uh, conservative uh, coalition government, 
It was dominated by the economy. It was the government was dominated by the economy and Hungary's accession to NATO. That's what they concentrated on. He served as leader of the opposition from 2002 to 2010. In 2010, Orban, uh, Orban again became prime minister uh, after uh, Fidesz, uh, the Fidesz, which is the the political group, after the supermajority victory in coalition with the Christian Democrats. Central issues during Orban's second premiership included major constitutional and legislative reforms. He changed laws to make it easier for him to stay in power, much like Putin did. He also demonized immigration and made laws against LBGTQIA. Sound familiar, does it? Because of Orban's curtailing of press freedoms, erosion of judicial independence, and undermining of multi-party democracy, many political scientists and watchdogs consider Hungary to have experienced democratic backsliding during Orban's tenure. So if you think it can't happen at a democracy, think again. We supposedly have a democracy, but our backsliding has been going on for 50 years now, 60 years now. And we're in, a, we're in a dangerous position. Orban's attacks on the European Union while accepting its money and funneling it to his allies and family have also led to characterizations of his government as a kleptocracy, much like, uh, also much like Russia. In 20 years, he was able to change this new democracy, this young democracy, into not so much of a democracy much like the direction that India is going right now, by the way. And I, and I think Biden, isn't Biden getting ready to travel to India as well? Isn't he? I think. Uh, so anyway, so why should you care? He did it so quickly that the Republican Party took notice. They said, wow, look what he did. Look what he did. Look how he destroyed democracy in his country in 20 or 30 years. Is it any wonder why CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference for the uh, 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 Conservative Political Action Committee, um, decided to meet in Hungary starting yesterday? with Viktor Orban as keynote speaker, teaching Republicans how to subvert democracy. That's what it's about. Hungary's nationalist leader, Viktor Orban. I, he's a star to, to Republicans. He's a star. They love him. Viktor Orban was the star speaker in an effort to cement bonds between the radical right on both sides of the Atlantic under the banner of, ready for this? The Great Replacement Ideology. In a speech on Monday, Orban made explicit reference to the ideology, which claims there is a liberal plot to dilute white populations in the U.S. and European countries through immigration. Okay. First of all, who gives a crap? People are people. Does it matter? Well, I guess it matters if you're uh, a white supremacist. Increasingly widespread among U.S. populations, the creed was cited by the killer who opened fire on Saturday 
in that supermarket in Buffalo, Buffalo in a predominantly uh, black area of uh, Buffalo in, in New York. Victor Orban told a conference of U.S. conservatives that the path to power requiring uh, required having their own media outlets calling for shows like Tucker Carlson to be broadcast 24-7. Orban, recently elected to a fourth term, laid out a 12-point blueprint to achieving and consolidating power to a special meeting of the U.S. Conservative Political Action Conference under the slogan of God, Homeland, and Family. Much like Hitler. Hitler, Hitler's movement, and he said it, in 1928, he said his his movement was a Christian movement, and anybody who is not Christian should be subjugated or something. I, I can't remember the exact words, the exact quote. The Hungarian prime minister said that <clears throat> with his fourth electoral victory on the 3rd of April, Hungary has been completely healed of progressive dominance. He suggested it was time for the right to join forces. We have to take back the institutions in Washington and Brussels. We must find allies in one another and coordinate the movements of our troops. This is a dangerous man. Orban said, have your own media. It's the only way to point out the insanity of the progressive left. The problem is that the Western media is adjusted to the leftist viewpoint, which I disagree completely. It's centrist and right. Barely, barely left of center, some of them. Those who taught reporters in universities already had progressive leftist principles. Of course, the GOP has its media allies, but they can't compete with the mainstream liberal media. That's what he said. Uh, he, he also said, my friend Tucker Carlson is the only one who puts himself out there. His show is the most popular. What does it mean? It means programs like his should be broadcast day and night, or as you say, 24-7. Orban argued this week, earlier this week, that the Western world was committing suicide through immigration. Orban declared in a speech to mark the st start of the fourth term in office, I see the great European population exchange as a suicidal attempt to replace the lack of European Christian children with adults from other civilizations, migrants. This echoing another popular theme on the American right, he argued that another form of cultural suicide was gender madness, of reference to the spread of LGBTQ plus rights in the West. One of the speakers of the event, Balaz Orban, I have no idea. I guess they're related. The prime minister, uh, political director said, American conservatives are very supportive of us because they can see that we have huge domestic support and because they see Hungary as a conservative, safe place. The U.S. contingent will include several Republican members of Congress, uh, Donald Trump's former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and the chairman of the American Conservative Union, uh, Matt Schlapp. Uh, most influential of all, Fox to talk host shows Tucker Carlson himself will be addressing the conference, though he will be, you know, he'll be doing it virtually. Uh, Boris uh, Kalnoki, head of Matthias Corvinus Collegium, said, 
At this point, American conservatives are studying the Hungarian model and are looking at Hungary as a place where conservative policies can achieve their goals. Orban is someone who attracts attention and these visits by Tucker Carlson, who has a huge influence in this community, certainly put the spotlight on Hungary. Richard Kramer, an, an American uh, Republican, an analyst at the European Value Center for uh, Security Policy, the EVCSP in Prague, said he was concerned about the security implications of CPAC's decision to hold its conference in Budapest. He said, if you walk into this environment, you're looking at, by at least one count, about a thousand security agency related Russians that are in Hungary right now. Russians in Hungary right now. They, uh, there are all these kinds of avenues whereby they're able to put agents of influence in there and in front of Americans who are basically low hanging fruit that have decided to get even closer to the ground by showing up in Budapest. Kramer added, what's particularly dis... And this is a Republican stating this. What's particularly disconcerting to me about this is that CPAC has basically decided that the cultural war is being fought right now by American conservatives are more important than American national security. This is a Republican saying this. This is CPAC. And this is where all your Republicans are right now in Hungary. All your Republican representatives. Kramer co-authored a new EVCSP report this week that describes Orban's Hungary as a Russia and China proxy weakening Europe. I, you know, this is, this is, they, NATO is going to start wanting Hungary out of NATO if they continue backsliding this much. In the report, he says, under Prime Minister Viktor Orban's leadership, Hungary has embraced the efforts of authoritarian Russia and China to broaden and deepen their politico-economic influence throughout Central Europe. Hungary has become the primary staging ground for Russian and Chinese intelligence and influence operations targeting countries in the wider region. Hungary itself is a destabilizing force as it stirs in its near abroad while building alliances with authoritarian-leaning leaders throughout Southeast Europe. Irredentism is a policy of, uh, uh, by the way, in case you didn't know, is a policy of advocating the restoration to a country of any territory formerly belonging to it, like Russia. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. That was a long opening, <laughs> 15 minutes. Sorry about that. Uh, the UK Ministry of Defense, the MOD, which is kind of a cool acronym, uh, said in an intelligence update yesterday that Russia has fired senior commanders who were considered to have performed poorly during the initial stages of the Ukrainian invasion. Uh, the MOD tweeted, Lieutenant General Sergei Kissel, who commanded the elite First Guard's tank army, has been suspended for his failure to capture Kharkiv. Russian Chief of General Staff, Valery Gerasimov likely remains in his post, but it's um, unclear whether he retains the confidence of Putin. 
the British intelligence update also said that uh, a culture of cover-ups and scapegoating is probably prevalent within the Russian military and security system. Uh, the statement said many officials involved in the invasion of Ukraine will likely be increasingly distracted by efforts to avoid personal culpability for Russia's operational setbacks. This will likely place further strain on Russia's centralized model of command and control as officers increasingly seek to defer key decisions to their superiors. That's what they said. Uh, 21-year-old Vladimir Shishamarin uh, appeared before a Kiev court on, uh, today uh, for a uh, third day of hearings and the first war crimes trial since Russia in- invaded the country back in February. He testified... I'm sorry and sincerely repent. I was nervous the moment it happened. I didn't want to kill, but it happened, and I do not deny it. A defense lawyer defended Shishamarin's actions, saying the soldier was not aware of what is going on in Ukraine. The lawyer said Shishamarin and other Russian soldiers were not aware that actions that will follow will result in mass deaths, not only of servicemen, but civilians too. Shishamarin was in a state of stress caused by the combat situation and the pressure from the commander. Uh, Analysis of those circumstances allows me to conclude that Shishamarin had no direct intent for murder. That was the defense. Uh, uh, But, but, you know, this was was tried at The Hague uh, after uh, World War II, and and you can't claim that, that you were ordered to kill someone and then just say it's not your fault. Uh, Shishamarin uh, told the uh, man's uh, widow yesterday that he is sorry for uh, killing her husband. Uh, The war crimes trial has been adjourned until Monday. Russia may have been, uh, may have just made its first retaliatory, uh, retaliatory move against Finland after lawmakers in Helsinki officially applied to join uh, the NATO military alliance. Uh, Gasum. Uh, Finland's state-owned gas wholesaler said in a statement this morning that imports from Russia will be halted tomorrow. That's Saturday morning. Uh, The statement said on the afternoon of Friday, May 20th, Gazprom export informed Gasum that natural gas supplies to Finland under Gasum's supply contract will be cut cut on Saturday, uh, May 21st, 2022 at 0700. Gasum CEO Will Janin added that the company had been preparing for such a situation. He said Gasum will supply natural gas to its customers from other sources through the Baltic Connector Pipeline. Gasum's gas filling stations in the gas network area will continue in normal operation. Now on to China. Uh, China is buying record amounts of cheap Russian coal. Remember, uh, China had shut down all their coal plants. Uh, not all of them, a lot of their coal plants recently. But now they're getting it super cheap from, from uh, 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 Russia. Even as Western nations slam Moscow with sanctions over the invasion of Ukraine. In April, not only did China buy more coal from Russia than ever before, it also eliminated import tariffs on all types of coal, a move analysis say will mainly benefit Russian suppliers. China's coal imports from Russia nearly doubled between March and April, reaching 4.4 million metric tons, according to trade data from Refinitiv. Uh, Russia has overtaken Australia as China's second biggest supplier since last year and now accounts for 19% of its coal imports. 
up from a 14% share it had in March. And we said this would happen in February. You and I talked about it. We knew this would happen. Moving on. Uh, Today, Biden arrived in South Korea on a mission to reaffirm a key alliance of South Korea. (laughs) Biden wants to show his uh, top partners uh, here he can focus both eastward and westward and that the U.S. has uh, resources to help uphold democracy and sovereignty around the world. Uh, At a Samsung plant making semiconductors, Biden said, so much of the future of the world is going to be written here in the Indo-Pacific in the next several decades. By the way, Samsung is, uh, I I think that, did they build it already or is it being built? The the, uh, semiconductor plant in Texas. Uh, He said, we're standing at an inflection point in history where uh, the decisions we make today will have far-reaching impact on the world we're leaving to our children tomorrow. In brief remarks, after a tour of the factory, Biden tied together the chip shortage with the war in Ukraine, saying the U.S. and its allies must reduce their dependence on essential items from autocratic regimes, which we've been trying to do and the Republicans are blocking. Since they've been doing this, since Reagan, they've been blocking this. That's why we're at war. Well, we're not at war, technically. Uh, There are warnings from U.S. intelligence that North Korea may conduct a missile test during the Biden visit. U.S. intelligence says uh, that North Korea may now be getting ready to fuel an intercontinental ballistic missile one of the key final ch- stages in preparing for a, a test launch. And, and and the reason this is significant is if they're fueling, that you don't leave rockets uh, on a platform after fueling because of the dangers of it exploding. So it will probably happen while Biden is somewhere. He may not be there. He may be in India or somewhere else. Uh, A possible fueling of a missile would mean that North Korea could conduct a test launch while Biden is in South Korea, though. Uh, Biden uh, departed from Asia midday, uh, for Asia, midday yesterday afternoon from D.C. after meeting the leaders of Finland and Sweden at the White House to discuss their emergency applications to join NATO. Uh, Later on his trip, Biden is planning to unveil a new Indo-Pacific economic plan that spells out his trade ambitions in the region. He faces deep skepticism after Trump withdrew withdrew us from the uh, uh, Trans-Pacific Partnership, a massive trade pact negotiated in the Obama administration. Now, we've talked about, we talked about this last summer. Remember, because China was making deals that they wouldn't normally have been able to make deals if Trump hadn't pulled out of this, uh, this partnership. Uh, leaders have wondered how uh, durable Biden's plan can be should Trump or another right-wing sociopath just like him take office in 2025. Biden will visit Japan after a three-day stop in Seoul. Uh, officials said he aimed to emphasize the war in Ukraine, had only strengthened the American position in Asia by demonstrating the strength of U.S. alliances. Two U.S. Secret Service agents who were working on Joe Biden's trip to Asia are being sent home after one was accused of uh, drunkenly assaulting a South Korean uh, the day before the president arrived in Seoul. Uh, they were not sent home and uh, put on, 
and, and put on administrative leave because of the incident, but rather for being drunk. I, I suppose you're not supposed to be drunk when you're representing the president in another country. A uh, Youngson District uh, police official told Reuters that one of the agents was arrested in the early hours yesterday after getting in a fight over a taxi. Uh, this is insane. I didn't think... Uh, we're going, moving on to Israel. I, I didn't think Israel would just ignore it. Israel will not pursue a criminal investigation into killing of Palestinian-American uh, journalist Shireen Abu Akla. Uh, Abu Akla, Al Jazeera's correspondent in Palestine, uh, or Palestine, was fatally shot in the head on May 11th while covering an Israeli raid on the Jenin refugee camp in the occupied West Bank. We just we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. We did we did the story. You remember? Uh, she was wearing a helmet and a press jacket, which clearly identified that she was press, according to a statement from the military. In view of the nature of the operational activity, which included intense fighting and extensive exchanges of fire, it was decided that there was no need to open a military police investigation at this stage. I actually thought they would at least pretend to investigate. I guess I'm wrong sometimes, you know. Uh, this makes it seem like the Israeli government ordered a hit on the journalist. And at this point, that's what should be investigated by those outside Israel. And the United States is talking about an investigation because she was uh, a Palestinian-American. Is that right? She was part American? Uh, the Small Business COVID Relief Act, S, uh, Senate Bill uh, uh, 4008, was meant to replenish the Restaurant Revitalization Fund passed last year. Uh, and it was co-sponsored by Senator Roger Wicker, Republican. Uh, but still failed to get more than five GOP senators to support it. You needed 60. Democrats supported it. Restaurants, gyms, and other Main Street businesses across the U.S. will be forced to close in the coming months after Republicans in the Senate yesterday blocked that $48 billion package to provide relief to owners who have struggled to stay afloat during the pandemic. Why would they do that? You're asking me. Why are they doing that? Because it will cause more of a collapse to the economy, and that will allow Republicans to point and say, see what happens when they are in charge? See how that works? This has been the Republican plan for, for decades now. The vast majority of GOP lawmakers claim that helping locally owned restaurants and bars to stay open and continue employing people in their communities would worsen inflation and contribute to the deficit. How could it worsen the economy if it keeps people employed? And if it increases the deficit, that would be paid for. It would be paid off with increased employment taxes from people working or the continued employment taxes, which you would be getting rid of, right? As a result, said Erica Palmer of the uh, Independent uh, Restaurant uh, Coalition, we estimate more than half of the 177,300 restaurants waiting for an RRF grant will, con will close in the next few months. I did the math. With an average crew of 30 people, uh, which is probably low, uh, if, you, if you included all the restaurants, it would generate $10 billion a year in taxes, paying that off in five years, paying off the $48 billion. Well worth the investment because these people leaving work 
If it doesn't happen, we'll have to go on unemployment and other assistance, costing taxpayers even more. Plus, not only costing taxpayers more, you don't get the tax income uh, in, incoming from them working. Oh, man. Republicans. It's not okay in Oklahoma. Uh, Republican governor Kevin Stitt will be signing the country's most restrictive abortion ban. Abortion is currently only legal in Oklahoma until about six weeks of pregnancy. The legislature's passage of House Bill 4327 comes when Roe v. Wade is teetering on a cliff. The new measure, and by the way, John Roberts seems to be fighting with with uh, 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 Justice, um, uh, what's call it, the right-wing sociopath, uh, Coke can guy. Um, you would have to uh, look at <laughs> look to understand the Coke can guy. You would have to uh, look back about forty years, thirty years, thirty or forty years. Anyway, from fertilization until birth, this is what it bans uh, uh, abortion from fertilization till birth. In other words, if you uh, um, if uh, you have uh, sex with a woman and then somebody punches her in the stomach and she aborts the fetus, uh, he could go to prison. He should go to prison anyway for punching her in the stomach, but anyway. Uh, There's exceptions to uh, save the life of a pregnant person or uh, for cases of rape and incest reported to law enforcement. In other words, a child has to report a family member that she lives with to the police. It is also partially modeled on uh, Texas's Senate Bill 8, which was the law enacted last year that allows the public to sue people civilly. HB 4327 creates a bounty hunting scheme similar to Texas's SB 8, which encourages the general public to bring lawsuits against abortion providers, health center workers, or any person who helps someone access abortion in Oklahoma. Under this bill, People will be forced to travel hundreds of miles for an abortion. They can't go to Texas. And uh, those who cannot afford to travel will be forced to give birth against their will or attempt to end their pregnancies on their own. Back alley abortions. And many died getting abortions in the 60s and 70s. Um... In back alley abortions. And that's what made choice so important because women were dying without having abortions at clinics or hospitals because they couldn't, because laws forbade them from doing it. Moving on. There are anti-choice Democratic members in Congress, and we talked about one before, Henry Quellar of Texas, the 28th District. Progressive Democrats in his own party has rallied against him to endorse his primary challenger, Jessica Cisneros, a human rights attorney looking to unseat Quellar. Uh, she tried to do it before, got close. Representative Pramila uh, uh, Jayapal. The chair of the Congressional Democrat, uh, Progressive uh, Caucus broke with the House Democratic leadership yesterday and endorsed Cisneros. Uh, Jayapal from uh, the state of Washington said in a statement, at a time when our reproductive freedoms are under attack by an extremist Supreme Court, we must elect pro-choice candidates 
that will fight to make sure abortion remains the law of the land. I don't make this decision to endorse an opponent to a colleague in my caucus lightly. However, the freedom for people to make choices about their own about our own bodies is at stake and i simply cannot stand by when there is a strong pro choice pro worker democrat ready to step in cisneros is an outspoken supporter of medicare for all a green new deal and other top progressive priorities she fell just shy of defeating quellar in 2020 and forced a runoff earlier this year to see who would be in the primaries. Uh, uh, Quaylar opposed abortion rights, climate action, and other key elements of his own party's agenda. So I haven't a clue why party leaders want him seated. Last year, Quaylar was the only House Democrat to vote against codifying the right to abortion care in federal law. Let's not forget that Quellar was raided by the FBI in January in connection with an investigation, and there is still an investigation into wrongdoing. The investigation involved the uh, country of Azerbaijan, and we did this story, and some American businessmen. Uh, Jayapal joins Bernie, the burn, feel the burn, to endorse Cisneros. Uh, In a social media post, Bernie said her opponent one of the very few anti-choice Democrats in Congress is funded by over a million dollars in corporate contributions from big oil companies. She can win if we stand with her. And that was uh, the burn, Bernie. Uh, the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection is still seeking documents from John Eastman. And that news continues to tighten around that bright orange neck. Uh, right-wing attorney. Uh, John Eastman revealed in a late-night court filing that he was in touch directly with then-President Trump about plans to overturn the 2020 election, which included receiving Trump's handwritten notes. In a court filing, Eastman described two of them as handwritten notes from former President Trump about information that he thought might be useful for the anticipated litigation. In court, Eastman is arguing that the House Select Committee should not be able to access these communications and others totaling about 600 pages because they are private attorney-client discussions about legal efforts. Uh, the judge, David, uh, David O. Carter of Santa Ana, uh, that's David O. Period Carter, not David O. Carter, <laughs> of Santa Ana, California, just south of Los Angeles, previously determined that Eastman couldn't protect 101 documents about his election work for Trump because the attempt to use court cases to convince uh, then uh, Vice Vice President Pence and legislatures uh, to block the congressional certification on January 6th was a political strategy and that Trump and Eastman were more likely than not planning a crime. Neither has been charged and the ruling did not automatically extend to the new batch of records. So Carter will have to look at, you know, things one at a time, I suppose. Uh, Two of the documents that are still in dispute are the handwritten notes. So we'll see what happens. Uh, He's he's been pretty quick. It'll probably happen by the end of next week. The House Select Committee investigating the insurrection said it has evidence that GOP Representative Barry Loudermilk led a tour of the U.S. Capitol complex the day before pro-Trump rioters stormed the the building, according to a letter requesting uh, the Republican lawmakers' voluntary cooperation with their ongoing probe. Um, the letter notes, and, and by the way, 
the the day after the insurrection, I wrote Adam Schiff saying that Republican members probably had tours and and allowed uh, uh, people to case the joint. Basically, of course, he never listens to me because I'm never right, right? Uh, The letter notes that uh, the committee has reviewed evidence that directly contradicts previous claims by Republican lawmakers who said security footage from the days before January 6th shows there were no tours, no large groups, no one with MAGA hats on on the U.S. Capitol complex. Uh, Chairman Benny Thompson and Vice Chairwoman Liz Cheney, a Republican from, uh, uh, from the Republican from Wyoming, wrote in a letter... Based on our review of evidence in the select committee's possession, we believe you have information regarding a tour you led through parts of the Capitol complex on January 5th. The foregoing information raises questions to which the select committee must seek answers. Public reportings and witness accounts indicate some individuals and groups engaged in efforts to gather information about the layout of the U.S. Capitol as well as the House and Senate office buildings in advance of January 6th. Moving on in advance of the insurrection. Uh, you know how I hate when people literally use literally figuratively? It figuratively drives me insane. At a House Judiciary Committee hearing Wednesday concerning abortion access, an expert witness called by, this is an expert witness called by Republicans, made a claim. Ready for this? Washington, D.C. is literally powered by burning fetuses. Oh, Jesus. Americans United for uh, Life President Catherine Glenn Foster proclaimed bodies are thrown in medical waste bins and in places like Washington, D.C., burned to power the lights of cities, homes, and streets. Let that image sink in with you for a moment. She continued, the next time you turn on a light, think of the incinerators. Think of what you're, we're doing to ourselves so callously and so numbly. Uh, Foster. She's a George, Georgetown Law graduate who earns more than $109,000 a year as a as president of the anti-choice group, followed up the claim by accusing people who support women's rights to, uh, to bodily autonomy of being devastating to the fabric of American democracy. According to a nonpartisan think tank, uh, the D.C. Policy Center, as of October 2021, Nearly 93% of D.C.'s power generation came from natural gas, coal, and nuclear power plants. Wind and other renewables, not fetuses, comprise the remaining 7%. (laughs) Finally, AOC, one of my, the many loves of my life. I know, I jumped from one prime minister to another world leader to the next. I'm a bit of a slut that way. AOC has confirmed she is engaged to her web developer uh, fiance Riley Roberts. Um, uh, they met years ago uh, when they were both uh, in college, apparently. <sighs> I'm sad to say. That's it. Thanks for listening. I almost made it under 40 minutes. Almost. Well, I guess I did technically. Um, Friday, May 20th, 2022. Friday, May 20th, 2022. I really appreciate you. And don't forget, Friday's flaming bag of crap. Look for that on your doorstep tonight. Don't step on it. Just read it. Look at it. Take it in. 
<laughs> um, yeah, remember, that's when uh, um, uh, uh, politicians dump something in the Friday news in the hope that it will disappear over the weekend. Um, anyway, bring someone with you if you can. I truly appreciate you. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming every day. Thank you so much. Uh, bring someone with you if you can uh, today or this weekend. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, and and uh, I, I get up really early to do this for you. Tonight... I mean, this morning, I had a long day yesterday. This morning, I just sort of slept in, so I'm getting this out a little bit late. Uh, But tweet to me, questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. 